to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass with the support of Arts Council England, in which we explore the impact of music on our lives. In today's episode, we hear John Sinclair talking to Saffron Hill and Eve Biggs, two black country creatives who have a clear vision of how the arts aid well-being through workshops, exhibitions and a podcast of their own. In this episode, we hear how they've recently set up a community interest company called Children of a Revolution, with the support of mentoring from Julie Hoggarth, one of Drum and Brass's directors. Saffron and Eve intend to use the arts to benefit marginalised communities. Well, I'm now here with uh, Saffron Hill and Evie Biggs, and we're going to talk about Children of uh, a Revolution. Not like the T-Rex song. <laughs> um, but let's talk first about how it all came about, because it, it, it goes back to Nobar's poetry. So just talk me through that. Um, so I'd entered a poem into Nobar's poetry, and it was looking at addiction. Um, we was looking at the escapism that addiction can bring people. Um, me and Eve have both got lived experiences of dealing with parents who have got drug problems so it was quite close to home for us so when we decided um, to bring our talents together for an exhibition called recovery which was based around drug misuse so we did a um, joint piece and we put into this exhibition in Wolverhampton for the Good Shepherd and it was a way for us to sort of um, let out our emotions about our parents and whatnot. And we, we realised how art is a way, and poetry is a way to, you know, put your feelings into something more positive. And using your lived experiences as mm. well. Um, so when I'd, put, when I'd put this into no bars, um, I was talking to Julie quite a lot. Um, That's the person that runs Drum and Brass pretty much, isn't it, Julie? Just yeah. explain who Julie is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Julie from Drum and Brass, yeah. So I think to start with, they, they went in thinking about music, didn't they? And then I think the people there said, well, we'd rather do something vocal and do the poetry. Yeah, Yeah, and to be honest, I'm not sure how it got from me entering in there to Julie saying, oh, do you want to take over no bars? And me just saying, yeah. It, it just <laughs> seemed it, like a magical thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, we'd spoke quite a lot and... Um, when she'd offered I said yeah and that spurred us on then I started getting way more ideas and it spurred us on to think well I'm going to put an open open mic night on and I'm going to put our own exhibitions on uh-huh. but, but, but if you were saying earlier that obviously you had parents who had drug problems yeah. but once you'd started this process you perhaps began to yeah. understand things more most definitely so when we, when we started we was still a bit negative towards the things that we'd gone through but by us doing the artwork we had to sort of step out and look from an outsider's point of view to realise that people who are taking drugs or do have any sort of addiction are dealing with it for a reason that's their way of dealing with it sorry and there's always a reason or a traumatic event that's stemmed from somewhere for people to put it into something else but that's when we also realized when we went to the exhibition how many people turned to art and the creative side of things to deal with it and 
you know, ever since we, I was saying earlier, did that exhibition because we'd talked a lot more about it together because we hadn't really talked about it that much. Since doing it, we've sort of, like, not completely dealt with it, but we understand it a lot more now, don't we? Yeah. Especially from talking to people at exhibitions, people who have lived through similar things, and that's what has made us want to do our projects more to bring people together isn't it and realize that you're not on your own and and you don't just have to have to have gone to uni or anything to be able to do all this all the work that we get in from people are all from working class backgrounds or the people who have suffered domestic violence homelessness yeah Uh, they're all from marginalized groups now you from there you and julie between you have, have set up your own enterprise so what about the process of going through that? Because you're now at the point where you've kind of run it yourself. But going through that process, was that quite difficult? So I thought about no bars. And as these things started happening, obviously ideas have started spurring on and Children of a Revolution come about. The help from Julie we got to register, I mean from Drum and Brass, the help we'd got, I didn't think we'd be able to do it. We just thought it was going to be a little project and it's just mm-hmm. turned into this... We're doing workshops, open mic nights, exhibitions. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, you told me in the cafe earlier, you, it's almost a, you're a bit dizzy about the whole thing. In a way. Yeah, it's, it's happening fast. overwhelming. It's happening so fast, but so many positive things are coming from it already and we can see, you know, from our workshops that we've previously delivered, the effects that it has on people, like positive and we have like a range of different workshops that we've planned and thought about gave different names like that allow people to put their negative experiences into something positive and just turn it over and express it in a different way rather than looking into doing it in a negative way like drug misuse or what have you um but yeah drum and brass have helped us to develop it professionally We've got all the sort of ideas and all these things that we want to do. The research and ideas, we're good at that bit, but I think Drum and Brass had put this, you know, registering it on Company's House, um, supporting with the website. Mm -hmm. But, but, you know, you've got, working in different projects areas, you you know, you've got things like uh, access to the arts and uh, uh, public perceptions and all that sort of thing, so... Did you come up with all these all these kind of different projects yourself? Yeah, we did. Well, like, during school, it was always... Art was always my top subject at school. It was the only thing I was really good at. Um, not realising that it was a way for me to deal with things. I was really good at art at school, and I went on to do my art degree and then do my PGCE. So I am a qualified art teacher, but with the lived experiences which I think is more important than any sort of degree or course that you've done Um, and that's what we were saying earlier you don't need a degree behind you to do artwork Um, people from all sorts of walks of life can do art because it is a way to express more than anything else isn't it yeah Um, so we did do um, the Great Depression last April. It was a open mic night where people would come and speak about social issues. Um, it was only a small space, wasn't it? But mm-hmm. 
it, it turned out really well. So we've got another one coming up on the 19th of June. Um, that's going to be at Purity in Wolverhampton from 2pm till 8pm. Um, so that's been organised, ready to launch our exhibition in August, which we don't have a date for yet. And John and Brass are about doing music differently, and you do include some music in your performances yeah. as well, don't yeah, you? Yeah. yeah, so people will be doing spoken word, poetry, music. Um, Playing instruments. Yeah, rapping. Yeah. We're looking at all creative outlets because we know that whether it would be writing, painting, any kind of art, it's helping them. Um, it helps people with PTSD, everything. It, yeah. Honestly, the anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. homelessness, all of these things. I think the goal for this is it's kind of like a art therapy organisation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We're looking at. And you've got a website operational, of course. Are you, are you looking after that yourselves, or have you employed somebody yet? Or, so or a guy called Peter Freeth, um, he was interested in the project, and he kind of said, "Well, I'll just do it for free." So we landed lucky there as well. I don't yeah. honestly the help we've had. We've had a lot of help and support, which is great, and it's just like we said, it's moving along very quickly, but. Even though it's overwhelming, it is paying off, isn't it? And we, it's just making us want to do more, isn't it? And podcasts, you're doing them as well? So um, we're starting a podcast called Unmuted. That will come from the work that we get submitted to us. Um, obviously, when we get work submitted, we'll want to interview the people that have give us the work to see where it's come from. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, why, what inspired the piece. Yeah. Because like, all art has a story behind it, you know, and it's nice to actually tell the story sometimes, isn't it? Sure. Well, it helps people understand the pictures as well. Yeah, exactly. It? That's and then you look at the art want. in a different way then. Sorry, I shouldn't have said pictures, it's art. <laughs> 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 Completely different. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but personally then, because how did you work this into your lives? Are you doing so much on this a week between you? How is it working? Well, luckily, we both work in the same place now. We're both working in a foster home where we do apply the um, artwork with the children as well, which, you know, like I say, people from all walks of life and people who've lived through all different traumatic events can do artwork. So whilst we're at work, we do a bit there, don't we? And after work in our own time. So we are juggling quite a lot, but it's all Yeah, it just... We keep going, really. We, all these plans keep coming up, and we're just like, yeah, okay, let's go and well, do that. Yeah, I was expecting to interview you online, but you've been in Leicester today doing another interview about what we're talking about on, mm-hmm. for TV. It's for Way Out TV, so it's going to be broadcasted to over 60,000 prisoners starting right. next week. Okay. Um, so we'd managed to get a 20-minute feature on this episode where we'd have to do a creative activity with the prisoners with resources that they could use in their cell um so we did some reflective mono printing for that we did this truth letter um so prisoners would be going through each emotion and writing the letter to whoever they'd want to and it prints on the back it's quite nice That's good. but um it's just a little reflective activity and it shows a bit about the workshops that we do yes yeah, so and the no bars poetry is that kind of going to carry on do you think yeah, so it's developed now into not just prisoners and prison leavers. We're looking more at marginalised groups. Um, yeah. So all the work that we Expanding collect... Expanding outwards, basically. Yeah. 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 
all the work that we're going to be collecting from delivering these workshops and from the work we get submitted, um, that will be featured in the exhibition. Um, well, tell us about the exhibition, because we're not mentioned that yet that's that's coming in the summer the yeah that's in august we haven't got a date obviously until we've got our funding but um the exhibition is going to be focusing on how adverse childhood experiences can affect you later on in your adult life um particularly care leavers and to show how they are or aren't supported when they leave care yeah and i think it helps when we're both working in that sort of background at the foster home um it helps us to relate and you know saffron's had lived experience in care as well yeah um i haven't personally but obviously saffron is my cousin so i know what she's been through and me working in foster home now is my gives me a better understanding of it all too and what things you know maybe the government can put in place for People who are leaving care at such a young age and expected to, you know, live their life so independently. Just function like a normal adult. Yeah. When they haven't dealt with their traumas as a child. You kind of just, as soon as you hit 16, you're just left to get on with your own devices. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you get a flat, you get a roof over your head, but the support within that... Yeah. Um, I, th- I do feel like there needs to be more work. Um, we were speaking about that at Soft Touch Arts today because we're saying that 50% of um, care leavers make up the um, prison population, half. And if you can help one of them and you, you, you see people through to the other end and yeah. this might happen to you, that mm-hmm. you're gonna, it's going to make you feel warm, isn't it, inside, yeah. if yeah. you can help people that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saffron was saying, like, whilst she was in care, that's when she did turn to writing and writing songs and poems and whilst I was going through what I was going through I turned to art and it's just great how now we can merge them together not only helping ourselves but like letting others help themselves in that way too rather than going into something negative. And getting groups of people together in projects is also good because they get to interact with each other and they can help each other I suppose. Yeah yeah the workshops we've done the feedback we've had is always said that it's been quite intimate hasn't it like the environment's been very relaxed and i mean look who did that truth letter and he got quite upset that guy did didn't he yeah when that? Sorry, um one, the, of the one of our activities we did this truth letter and he'd wrote a letter was it his ex-partner yeah and um he wanted to read it out and he started crying which we thought was good because we thought about men and the whole group was men, wasn't they? So yeah. for them to do that was quite nice because men don't really... Obviously it meant a lot to him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. men yeah. don't really open up like that, no, so it's and it nice. is good for mental health and just to let people know you can talk out, even if you are a man, it's not... doesn't make you less of a man to speak out about your feelings. That was a big thing about that workshop, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So you've come a long way in a very short time and <laughs> yeah. you, you've become independent from drum and brass. I know you've had a thank you letter from them i know they're going to keep in touch too but no we, we'd, a, we'd like to thank them it's been great we wouldn't have done it otherwise without them um all the professional side of it like i say i think we're great at um the research and the creative side but legal stuff i'm not um yeah <laughs> leave that to somebody terrible else. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's, it's been nice we've been meeting a lot of new people we've i think the start of this year has just been... I mean, we registered on the 1st of February, so I think 
these last couple of weeks have just been about building up our connections, haven't we? It's yeah. the first time we've been over to Leicester. We haven't talked about funding because you, you got some help from Drum and Brass because you've had to have funding, haven't you, to, to get where yeah, you are? Yeah, so um, we getting the £200 funding per month off um, Drum and Brass and we'd applied for Creative Black Country. Obviously, this was before we'd registered, so we didn't get, we got denied for that. <laughs> You're based in Wolverhampton, in case I've not mentioned that. I'll yeah, do it now. Based, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've mentioned that. Yeah, yet. we are based in Wolverhampton. We are stemming out to other places like Leicester, yeah. um, and wherever really wants us. We'll travel, um, but yeah, yes. Wolverhampton based. So sorry, back to the funding. So you're getting so much a month from from and Brass. And yeah, and there. we've been yeah. sourcing other funders. So we're hearing back from Homegrown Thirty One by the end of April. So hopefully. We would have got that. Yeah. Um, we did try to do British Arts Council, but we thought it's a bit up there yet. We'll we'll wait well, a little know. bit. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. If you don't ask, you don't get, as they say. But because we're we're more organised and we have done a bit more now, we've got more things under our belt. Hopefully, people can see a little bit better about what our potential is and what our. We we've only just do. made the vision clear haven't yeah, we yeah. it's kind of just been right I want to do a bit of this and this and this and yeah. it's all merged together now so many ideas but it's just great because like where it's just come from that one exhibition we did for the Good Shepherd the recovery one I just remember that day when we, we was doing it together in the front room and then we was going oh I wonder where this could go and then like now we're sitting here. Six months down the line. <laughs> It'd be interesting here. to see where you are in another six months, won't yeah. it? Yeah. I guess. Well, it's been great to talk to you, and I hope it continues to go well, because you clearly both look like you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah, we if, are. If, if that's the phrase I should use. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's helping a lot of people. That's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's our aim, because, like I said, we realise how much it helps us, and we just want the rest the same for everyone else. I think even one... Could, um, we did the, when we did the Great Depression... Um, the first open mic night the, a lady called Abby had done a song and because there was a guy from Wolverhampton Radio there Abby had got featured on the radio she's on Spotify now and she wasn't doing that before so even just to set something like that up it's made that one person achieve something mm-hmm. you and know, it's got it out to a wider public yeah, so, yeah. yeah. so it, it's, all, it's all just helping everyone achieve really even if they've had a crap life <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, again, thank you very much for your time you. and continued success in the future. Thank, thank you. you. You've been listening to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass, a community interest company focusing on music for community well-being with safety, inclusivity and diversity at its core. Thank you for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and you'll hear about the next episode as soon as it drops. And do take a look around the Drum and Brass website, drumandbrass.co.uk, to find out about our many other projects. Our special thanks go to our guests Eve Biggs and Saffron Hill, to our funding partners, Arts Council England, to our producer, John Sinclair, and to you for listening today. Drum and Brass, putting music in the community and doing music differently.